1: This is Armed American Radio's daily defense.
0: Armed American Radio's daily defense because they don't want me to. That's why
1: I do it. Presented by X Insurance. X Insurance from the Six sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America, fighting the enemies of freedom. Mark, Mark Walters. 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 I don't know about
0: the loudest voice. I guess if you ask my wife that question, huh, Greg? Oh, uh, yeah? She'll probably tell you I'm pretty loud. I know my kids do. She just texted me, yes.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wouldn't put it past either of you for that one. Welcome in, guys. Six hours Studios here at AAR Ranch. We're on the Crossbreed Holsters, Mike, in this hour. It's all being brought to you by the Great X Insurance. Please go out of your way to support our partners. We could not have these conversations. Were it not for our partners and for your support of them and their support of us. It's how we do this. OK, if you are a potential uh, partner out there, you want to reach out to me, please do so. And I'll tell you how to do that at the bottom of the hour. Federal, I have some breaking news here, Greg. Just got their release moments ago. Federal Judge Grant's preliminary injunction and Second Amendment Foundation gun show case. All right. And this is a California case. A federal judge in California has granted a preliminary injunction in a Second Amendment Foundation challenge of two California statutes prohibiting gun shows at the Orange County fairgrounds and on state-owned property while denying a requested stay to allow the state time to file an appeal. You know, those little wimps out in Cal, always looking for something, right? Mm-hmm.
1: No, we just leave it in place and we have time to appeal.
0: This judge said No. Allen is quoted. This is a huge victory for both the First and Second Amendments. We believe the court has sent a clear message to the state of California, Governor Newsom and Attorney General Rob Bonta, that the Constitution trumps their personal animus toward gun owners and the Second Amendment. Adam Kraut, executive director of Second Amendment Foundation, said it is refreshing to see a California court correctly apply the law in a challenge that involves firearms. And no, it's not Judge Benitez. It's Judge Holcomb. Judge Holcomb's opinion catalogs the unconstitutionality of California's law in an exacting manner, finding it violates the First and Second Amendments, as well as the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment. The state's attempt to ban gun shows on state property could not rightfully withstand constitutional scrutiny, and we are pleased with the court's decision. And here's what Judge John W. Holcomb, U.S. District Judge, federal judge, wrote. Here the court finds sufficient evidence... That SB 264 and SB 915 have a viewpoint discriminatory purpose. Legislative history shows that the goal of the two statutes is to end gun shows in California. And while the opinions and statements of legislators are not uh, dispositive of viewpoint discrimination, those statements are circumstantial evidence that the statutes disfavor the lawful commercial speech of firearm vendors. Well, well, well. So who was a part of that suit? SAF was joined in the case by B&L Productions. That's Crossroads of the West Gun Shows. They are huge, by the way. Attended a number of those out in Arizona. Huge gun shows. California Rifle and Pistol Association, Asian Pacific American Gun Owners Association, Second Amendment Law Center, and four private citizens. They were represented by attorneys Don Kilmer, great, great attorney, in Idaho, C.D. Michael, Anna M. Barver, and Tiffany D. Chauvrant at Michael & Associates in California. So congratulations to all of them. That's always big news. You love victories in California, but I know here comes here comes the cynicism. Well, they're just going to appeal it. The Ninth Circuit's going to do this, and it's just going to go right back where it was. Yep. That may happen. That may not happen. It depends. We've been surprised by liberal justices in Washington State, Oregon, and others, and in California, and some of those three-judge panels out in the Ninth Circuit. So, you know, it's ongoing, ladies and gentlemen, the fight Never ends. That what is it? What's the oh? We're, we're, since we're talking and speaking in tongues, right today, the struggle is real, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle is real. It's cliche it isn't day. It's going to go away. It's cliche day. I think Martin said that. It's cliche day. Oh, they, so So the chat's are. been active, mm-hmm. but it's um, it, it is true though. The struggle is real. And these people will never stop. David Hogg is at it all over again. Have you seen him on Twitter? Oh, good heavens. No, Soy boy to, needs to eat some I'd dinner or something. Him. I mean, you know, his rants and his raves about Second Amendment issues on Twitter today. I Sometimes I can't help myself. I have to get in there. And I, some of my responses have gotten thousands of, of views on Twitter already to that idiot. So let's do this here. Let's, let's Google the words gun control. And let's do this live. Here we go. And let's see what pops up. Okay, here we are. I love this. Um, let's pull them all down so we get them in a the line. Gun control advocates press gridlocked Congress after mass shooting in Maine. Here's what I want you to take away from this, ladies and gentlemen. That's the first headline that popped up when I Googled that gun control search. And I love doing this with you live on the air. Because we, we don't do this prior to. I've, I want this to be spontaneous. You, they'll never let you down. So before I even let my eyes go south on this search page, here's what I want you to keep in mind. You're going to see a litany of headlines right now seeking gun control from every single left-wing media outlet out there. But they're going to do it in sneaky, conniving ways. And you're going to do it through the headlines. We're going to do what they don't want us to do. We're not going to just headline surf. We're going to dig into some of these. But let's let's read some of the headlines first. Gun control advocates press gridlocked Congress after mass shooting in Maine. So you know what that means, don't you? Democrats. Oh, what's the first line? Dozens of House Democrats sent a letter to House Speaker Mike Johnson to point out that while the House was without a speaker, 20, 30, 2030 people. Here we go. That's just number one. And that is CBS. News about Maine shootings and gun laws. The Guardian. Stick with the fight. Gun control. Youth activists respond to Maine shootings. Do I need to tell you who that's going to be? That's going to be David Ag, guaranteed. We'll go into that one. Forbes. Calls grow for greater gun control after Maine shooting. Now Forbes says here's why that's unlikely to. So it'll say happen or occur. The Hill. Will the Maine massacres change the politics of gun control in rural America? Hey, Hill, let me answer that question for you right out of the box without even reading your article. No. Is that simple enough for you? No. Because we're not going to let it. Okay. Bergen Record. New Jersey gun control laws. Why are Democrats quiet on concealed carry? Oh, and this is interesting. Why aren't New Jersey Democrats using their support for gun control measures as a wedge against their Republican rivals in this fall's, I'm going to guess that says elections. MSDNC, I'm going right down the list. House Minority Leader Jeffries speaks on newly elected House Speaker and gun control. Axios, far left outfit. Speaker Johnson on shootings, problem is the human heart, not guns. Now I can promise you Axios is not being nice to Johnson with that headline. They're mocking him with that headline that's what left wing out let's do uh, bloomberg.com michael bloomberg maine mass shooting could change gun control narrative hey michael no it's not and it's interesting because this is just a guess greg who was the uh, democrat in maine that we reported yesterday that's uh, apologize i was talking about it on friday i apologize for not supporting the assault weapons ban Prior to this, is it Collins? here in Maine, no, it wasn't Collins. It was uh, some other dopey Democrat. I guarantee you, and i we're going to find out if I'm right about this or not, but because this one Maine Democrat opened his mouth and apologized for not supporting assault weapons bans and more gun control, I guarantee you that's why the left is all over this. This is a game changer. This is a game changer. This is a game changer because you see that developing here. Mitch Albom, Detroit Free Press. The gun debate is over. Should we debate the warning signs instead? If laws limiting weaponry are hopeless, what about laws defining a threat? If Robert Card doesn't qualify, no one will. Hmm, That's an interesting headline that I would have I lost money on. Boston Globe. Better main gun laws needed after Lewiston tragedy leaves 18 dead. USA Today, shootings, Halloween weekend stack up with 11 dead, more injured. They're all out of the woodwork, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Reporting everything they would not have normally reported, which tells you that they're capitalizing and dancing. This is what we mean when we say they're dancing in the blood of the victims. This is what they're doing. Let's hit next down there. Oh, here we go. Morning consult pro two hours ago. Most voters. I'm just going right down the list. I haven't skipped one. Most voters support banning assault weapons after Lewiston. (laughs) Okay. AP News, Maine passed a law to try to prevent mass shootings. Some say more is needed after Lewiston killings. The New York Times, Maine's gun laws impose few limits on firearms. WGBH capitalizing three days ago what you should know about Massachusetts gun laws. Politico, Gavin Newsom slams Maine Republicans over gun control after mass shooting. Connecticut Public, will mass shooting in Maine have implications for gun laws in Massachusetts? That's from the Connecticut Public. That's kind of random. New Hampshire Bulletin, legislators vow action to address Maine's weak gun laws after Lewiston mass shooting. And on and on and on. We'll be right back.
6: Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision.
0: Yeah, freedom, passion, precision. Daniel Defense. Make sure to check them out. Of course, the first hour comes to you on the Daniel Defense microphone. We are in the six-hour studios at AAR Ranch. It's all being brought to you by X Insurance. Oh, these. I got to back up here. Here we go. Uh, I think I got all the way through these. Didn't I? Uh, What to know about Maine's gun laws after mass shooting. Yeah, there we go. So let's go to the next page. Let's flip over next. Here's Washington Post. Maine's loose gun laws come under scrutiny after deadly shootings. NECN. Maine lacks key gun control regulations, according to gun safety advocates. If anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do.
6: Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision.
0: To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at markatarmedamericanradio.org, markatarmedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at markatarmedamericanradio.org. That's markatarmedamericanradio.org. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Ah, yes, welcome back to the show indeed. I can hear the feed now. Greg over in Dallas, Texas, welcome back in, brother. Ah, Here we go. It's interesting, right? Live radio is fun. So it's it's fun, ladies and gentlemen. Let me, let me explain what happened here because it is kind of interesting. I, I realized when I shouted out to Greg that, and he didn't respond that there was something going on. And continued on and figured, you know, we'll just watch the clock. And, well, I I need to know when we're like seconds away. So I talked up into the break because I was unable to hear what was coming from the feed in Dallas. But we've gotten that corrected. So I apologize to my affiliates. That's a no-no in radio, by the way.
2: Yeah, when your producer uh, says 10 seconds, just go ahead and wrap it in like three.
0: Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. You hear Greg say that, but I'm not going (laughs) to let him get away with that because I thought the 10 seconds means that was 10 seconds to the 30-second mark. It's rarely that what. Well, so, the case. Wait, well, see, I'm going to get in here again because he's <laughs> saying that because I called him on that because I said how much time do we have? He said ten seconds because we usually use a thirty mark. So that's why I was thinking it. But nonetheless, uh, Greg and I are, we're just like husband and wife and.
2: Yep, she's texting you know, me again, siblings. by the way. <laughs> you know, she can tell I'm having an on-air fight with you. <laughs> she's saying right
0: now, don't let up, Greg. Now's when you just keep hitting him, keep hitting him, keep yeah, hitting,
2: hammer, hitting him. Hammer harder. He's not going to back down. Just keep
0: hitting him. He'll get the message at some point, right? Well, I'm not. <laughs> no, I won't back down, as old Tom Petty used to say. still does, because his music lives on. So I, I was into the main monitor there, and because we had an issue, I, I didn't get a chance to, to peruse a lot of it. But um, the, the takeaway from this is exactly what we said at the outset when we started looking at these headlines together and doing it spontaneous, live, on the air. And then you see the pattern develop. <clears throat> Did you see it develop? In the past three years, state lawmakers have proposed nearly four dozen bills. Name me. Greg, out of four dozen bills. Greg, can you hear me now? I got you. Out of four dozen bills, name me one of those bills. You don't even need to know what they are that would have stopped the killing in Maine.
2: I I don't think they can. There's not one. And I think their response would be, well, just just confiscate all
0: firearms. Now, here's what, again, takeaway, is the Democrats have proposed 48 gun grabber bills. Regulating the sale, carry, and liability of every single one of them is an infringement on your right to keep and bear arms. Not one of them would have stopped a criminal who went, oh, you know, I looked at their 48 bills. Number 27 is, is, is a real deal breaker. That's going to keep me from killing somebody today. Said no criminal killer ever. Anywhere, ever. And I find it interesting when Chicago wants to weigh in. Whew. Good heavens. Good heavens. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Like Chicago's got any. Oh, please. The credibility here is just insane. These people are morons. So I let me see if I can find it here was a vanity fair piece. I put this up on Twitter earlier. Uh, I guess they didn't like it because not a lot of people are seeing it. But uh, Vanity Fair writer Eric Lutz regurgitating mass shooting numbers from gun violence archives and pipe dreaming about banning the most common rifle in hashtag America, excuse me, pound America. And where's he from? Writing for Vanity Fair? Chicago, of all places. Mm. So we got some guy, (laughs) some guy, I got that out right. (laughs) (laughs) Boxtrot Charlie Charlie. (laughs) Yeah, that almost, yeah, Oh, that could have been, that could have been ugly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have required this. Yeah. Well, let's see if we can do that again. Here, yeah, this guy from Chicago is a real, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, thanks, Mark, for getting that out. Mm-hmm. But Vanity Fair's piece earlier, uh, the damage is devastating. Could Maine be a turning point for gun reform? That's the Vanity Fair headline that I didn't even pop up on the gun control. That came in on one of my alerts. And I mentioned the Maine Democrat. His name was Jared Golden. The reason they're emboldened to do this and all these headlines, you see the similarity here? These are all talking points. Why? Because Maine Representative Jared Jared Golden called for a ban on assault weapons, a reversal of his previous views. And because he did that, all these lefties are thinking, oh, this is a turning point. It's a watershed moment for us. Jared Golden's on our team now, and he's from Maine. No, no, it's not. You're not banning the most popular rifle in America, and we're not going to let you. Simple as that. No. Try, we won't comply. Come and get it. Good luck with that. Who's going to get at the front of the stack? Representative Jared Golden had a B rating. Here we go. These B ratings from the National Rifle Association. These people haven't gotten the message, I guess, that the NRA, you know, get the memo, guys. They're not writing the book anymore. It's pretty much that simple. The National Rifle Association is not the big bad boogeyman you think it is anymore. But... According to what's his name? Eric Lutz from Chicago, a Chicago writer for a left wing outfit wanting to ban guns. Can you imagine? Can you believe that? Eric Putz. Good heavens. That he does point out that that was the highest mark any Democrat has ever gotten. Incidentally, it's the same B rating that they gave to Susan Collins from the other article we looked at. He had cast votes uh, at opposing expanded background checks and against restrictions on assault weapons. Now, Eric thinks, is that his name? I, I tend to forget liberals' names. I don't, just don't give them much credibility. Eric Lutz. Eric Lutz believes that your semi-automatic is a real assault weapon. He believes that. But here's the, here's the listen to the takeaway here. But in the wake of Wednesday's mass shooting in his hometown of Lewiston, the main Democrat had a new outlook. I've opposed efforts to ban deadly weapons of war like the assault rifle. uh, Suspected shooter Robert Card used to carry out his crime. He's not suspected shooter, he is the shooter. He's already killed himself. A visibly emotional Golden said in a press conference Thursday The time has now come for me to take responsibility for this failure, which is why I now call on the United States Congress to ban assault rifles. Good luck with that. What does that tell you about him? He has no convictions, he's not a leader. He's just a weak, simple man who can't stand up for his own convictions and explain to his constituents why banning the most popular rifle in America, A, isn't going to happen, and B, won't stop anything. Let's just assume, quote-unquote, assault weapons didn't even exist. You didn't even know what one was. There was no such thing as an AR-15. Didn't wasn't on the drawing board. No one had invented it. No one had thought about it. You think for two seconds this clown wouldn't have walked in with a pair of handguns? You know, kind of like We Cho did, kind of like the Virginia Tech shooter did, kind of like every single killing that the gun violence archives refers to as a mass shooting in Chicago and every other Democrat run city. You don't think he would have done that? Schweng Cho killed 32 people in less than 10 minutes with two handguns, one of which was a 22 caliber. There's that. Stand up for your convictions. You knew it was wrong yesterday. You know it's wrong today. But now you're politically pandering because that's what you feel you have to do instead of standing up as a leader and telling the truth. You are not a real man Jared Golden you are weak you are a weak weak human being with zero leadership skills whatsoever and you've just proven that I ask for forgiveness and support this weak man said forgiving forgiveness for what support for what Please forgive me. As he now seeks to put an end to these terrible shootings, you going to put an end to the mental health issues that this scumbag had? You going to do that? You going to ask questions why the cops didn't do anything when they had information specifically referring to this man capable of committing a quote unquote mass shooting? I'll just ban the gun. We we need to ban the gun. We're going to end these shootings. I'm going to end these shootings. Forgive me, please. Forgive me. I seek your support and your forgiveness. You are a weak human being. That's simple. That's being nice. That's Foxtrot Charlie Charlie compatible. We'll be right back.
6: This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit
0: danieldefense.com. Now, back to the show. Back to the show indeed. One more segment left. Flying right by on a Monday afternoon. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense here at AAR Ranch in the Sig Sauer studios. In front of the Crossbreed Holsters. Mike's all being brought to you by X Insurance. X Insurance. Make sure to visit them xinsurance.com we have more information coming out about the umbrella policy i'll let you know when that's ready to go so stay tuned for that so uh vanity fair left wing i don't know know, what do you expect chicago gun grabber leftist moaning and groaning about banning your guns and out of chicago alone do we need to go over the chicago numbers greg Uh, some people need to be reminded Let's let's remind listeners, let's do this. I would love doing this in real time. Let's pull these numbers up. These are our figures uh, from today, if we can get the Internet to do what the Internet is supposed to do. Things are slowing up a little bit at the ranch. Here we go. Year-to-date, 482 people shot and killed in Eric Lutz's Chicago hometown. 2,648 people shot altogether, 2,166 wounded, 482 killed. Last weekend 33 wounded, 7 killed in his hometown the Windy City of Eric Lutz, the writer for Vanity Fair that wants to ban guns because of Maine. The last week 1022 to 1028 there were 46 shot, 58 total shot, shot and wounded 46, shot and killed 12, total homicides 15. October to date 277 shot, 234 wounded, 43 killed. 48 total homicides all but five largely black on black gang related violent drug crime that the gun violence archives is referring to as mass shootings trust me if I if there were 525 or would the BBC say yeah right around 525 if there were 525 mass shootings can you imagine the news coverage that's all you'd see oh yeah all day every day
3: Greg? Yeah, no. That's essentially our, would be our feed day in day
0: out. That's it, all day long. That's all you'd get. No news organization news. I use that term lightly, by the way. Propaganda. Propaganda, fake news outlet. Not one of them. ABC and NBC. So we can CBS, MSdNC CNN, LOL. Who, by the way, just closed down their Atlanta headquarters. Yay! Hold they're on, they're just that, that fading out. Ta-da! They're just fading like nobody's business. 100,000 viewers a night or something in primetime, 200, I don't know. Good. It's very weak. It's very weak. But that's all these people would be reporting. They wouldn't have time to talk about anything else. Because Maine qualifies truly as a mass shooting. It really does. Like Uvalde did, like Parkland did, like Newtown did. Virginia Tech. There have been far too many. But there have not been 525 mass shootings in this country in a year. It's that simple. You don't hear about any of them, except these. And it had been a while, frankly, since a lunatic snapped. In this case, they were warned about him, which is often the case. Parkland, 33 encounters with deputies. Still walking the streets. Schweng Weecho, in and out of loony bins. Buffalo, same thing. Time after time after time after time after time. Same thing. But Eric Lutz is more concerned about pushing propaganda bullet points, and he's all doing it from Chicago. What a joke you are, Eric Lutz. Why don't you focus Vanity Fair columns on the mayhem and chaos on your city streets? How about you do that? How about you focus on the 2,648 people shot in the city of Chicago that you call home and get off your high horse pushing for gun control for the rest of the country? Go pound salt, bro sitting there in Chicago on his white horse. Give me a break. His wrist is far too limp to tackle any real issues. Y- you, 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 you've gotten, you, Dude, please. <laughs> this guy's a joke. To sit there in Chicago and lecture me and anybody else in his little Vanity Fair piece, left-wing outfit about what needs to be done. Tackle Chicago, bro. Fix the problems in Chicago, which, by the way, none of your gun laws do. Let's not forget that. That's why we're making this point. I mean, talk about a glass house. Good heavens. It never ends. So what happened? You you know, Atlanta's not far from me. What happened in Atlanta? Since we're doing this live deal here, let's go to uh, my Fox Atlanta and see what's going on in the world of Democrat-run Atlanta crimes. Man arrested for murder of a estranged wife, a Cobb County school teacher. There's headline number one. There were four people shot, including two students at Georgia Tech over the weekend. Multiple killings in and around Buckhead. Four teenagers shot Saturday night after party in DeKalb County. One right after the other, there's another Democrat-run city. Good heavens. So it's everywhere. It's it's. I don't even have time to go into the rest of the Democrat cities around the country, but it really angers me to see this clown from Chi-Town lecturing people about gun control laws in a city with the most gun control and the most violent crime. I mean, it's we, we go through these numbers. I've covered tens and tens and tens of thousands of of killings in Chicago over the last 15 years. And I I don't know if this guy understands how stupid he really appears writing the nonsense and falling into the whole mass shooting BBC garbage. That was the BBC. Did he write about that in here? I don't know. It really doesn't matter. I don't care if he did or didn't. It makes no difference to me. He's he's an idiot. And you you guys, you got to call these people what they are. It's that simple. It's not being mean. It's not being a bomb thrower. Some people are stupid. They just are. He's clearly one of them. Hypocrite? He's every one of these things. This guy couldn't look me in my face and tell me what gun control law he thought would stop Maine. Oh, you know what he'll do? He'll say, we need to ban those weapons. Okay, there's more of them in the United States than there are F-150 pickup trucks. You really think they're going anywhere? You're not capable. This man is not capable of having an honest discussion. None of them are. Because they're not interested in being honest. They're not interested in having a debate. There is no debate. The debate ended December 15th, 1791. He probably doesn't even know what date that is. I'd be shocked if he did. He's got to Google it and look it up before he can answer the question. Let me get to my phone real quick. December 15th, 1791. Oh, well, so-and-so's birthday. Oh, Bill of Rights. Oh, I'm not sure which one he's referring to. Unbelievable stuff. All right, so we're getting ready to end this hour. We're going to get up and do this again tomorrow because they don't want us to have these conversations for this very reason. We point out their hypocrisy, their idiocy, their stupidity, their lack of cognitive skills. I mean, these guys think Joe Biden's the brightest bulb in the knife drawer. What does that tell you? Oh, we got to make sure Joe Biden gets elected again. Joe Biden can't even talk. And this guy's going to lecture you coming from his little seat in Chicago about gun control in Maine. If Chicago had one year with the murder count Maine had, they'd be throwing parties every day. There's more people killed in a weekend in Chicago or shot than there have been in Maine in the last two years. Unbelievable. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense going to get up and do it again tomorrow. Probably need a break right now. I'm starting to get a little bit angry. So... Until we meet on the radio again tomorrow, remember, carry on, carry off, and carry absolutely everywhere. Never, ever, ever leave your cave without your club. No self-respecting caveman would have ever been caught outside his cave without his club. And it's a dangerous world out there, ladies and gentlemen. It's getting dangerous, sir. Take care of yourself. See you on the radio tomorrow.